How do you quantify the value of managed services? That's an important question and one we're gonna tackle on today's MSP Zone. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Hey, how's it going? Hope all of you are doing well. Quantifying the value of managed services. Quantifying the value of a managed services relationship. Can it be done? Yeah, I think it can. Parts of it can be done anyway. And it's an important question that not only have us at the MSP Alliance, we've been dealing with this question, asking it of ourselves, asking it loudly to the rest of the world, but we've also been asking it, uh, we've, we've seen it asked outside of the MSP community. Um, and today we see another good example of that uh, through an article that I'm going to uh, share with all of you in the uh, show notes. And it's an article f- that references a, uh, a survey performed by Forrester Research and the now the the title of the article is a little misleading in my opinion because the 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 title is is clickbait or is designed to to get you to click on the article obviously and it's called six risk factors customers assess when hiring an MSSP but the header the 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 sub right below the title right um, the summary of the articles talks about something different. Uh, and, and I'll read it to you, right? Recent survey by Forrester Research found some end users are leveraging third-party security providers successfully while many others are struggling to extract value. Hence the, the, the title of our podcast today, Quantifying the Value of Managed Services. Here in, you know, right below the article, which screams... Risk factors, right? Well, this is not really about risk, in my opinion. Um, I'm not trying to step on anyone's editorial toes here, but the, the, the accurate summary here, description of the article, is about why do some customers have a successful managed services relationship and why do some not? And I admit that there are customers who don't have successful managed services relationships. I do include managed security service providers in that, by the way. Um, Well, there's a lot of reasons. And this article may be touching on some of those. And I think that it does a better job of saying why some customers have better than relationships with MSPs than, than others. I think that personally should have been the title of the, of the article, but hey, they made an editorial decision and went the other way. But let's talk about it. And, and first of all, setting the stage, right? This article references as, its, as, as the chief um, source of data, a forced research uh, that took place apparently recently, and it surveyed around 140 customers of MSSPs. And the results uh, are, are what 
are, are coming through in this article. Now, a quick note for those of you who are not familiar with forced research, as well as most other uh, research uh, communities of, of that size, they're selling this data, their analyst services, to a certain size of customer. They're not SMBs. I'll tell you that. They're mid-market, they're enterprise, but if they're SMBs, they're very few and far between. I could be wrong, but that's I don't work for Forrester. Uh, I don't work for Gartner or IDC or any other big ones, but I know them pretty well, and I've followed them for a long time, and I know a little bit about their business model. And they traffic in enterprise and certainly upper mid-market data. That's who they talk to. That's who they survey. That's who subscribes to their services. That's who attends their conferences. Yeah, I've been to their conferences, so I know firsthand. They're not the SMB channel. They're not the mid-market channel. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just letting you know that when you hear these things, these are enterprise issues. And it doesn't mean that they don't transcend into lower elements of the channel, like the SMB and the mid-market. But it should be well-known to all of us when we read an article like this that says, hey, we're going to write an article and it's going to be based off of Forrester Research. Know that they're talking about the enterprise. Now, if you happen to be an MSP and you're in the enterprise, then it's, it might very well apply to you. But if you're in the SMB sector, well, you may have some very different outcomes that contradict the, the statements in this article. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just letting you guys know. Anyway, it's a Forrester Research uh, survey. And the first header, the first uh, header uh, of the article is titled, Using an MSSP is not outsourcing. Uh, duh. Duh. D-U-H. Uh, we've been, so Jeff Pollard, an analyst at Forrester, uh, said, quote, the number one mistake organizations make when using an MSSP is thinking that managed security services is outsourcing. And he goes on to say that the reality is that most firms consistently spend more time on security after adopting an MSP, not less, he says. So the inference here is that if you use an MSSP, you don't have to worry about managed security. You don't have to do the security work yourself. What an interesting concept. It's not interesting because he found it, this Jeff Pollard from Forrester Research. No, it's not interesting at all. Just like it's not interesting for me to sit under an apple tree, get hit on the head, and then say, wow, there's some unknown, unseen rule of the universe at work here that I'm going to call it gravity. Guess what? Someone else already figured that out a long time ago. Doesn't mean that I didn't get hit on the head, but... You know, it's not a new concept. Outsourcing isn't managed services, is not a new concept. No one should treat it as such. 
I appreciate Mr. Pollard and the Forrester Research people for making this exclamation, but I don't give them any type of kudos for groundbreaking analysis, because it's not. And if I'm a little irritated, if you say, my God, did Charles not have his morning coffee today? He sounds a little agitated. It's, no, I'm not really agitated. I'm merely pointing out that we've dealt with this issue. 20 years ago, we dealt with it. Why is it still coming up again? The use of a managed service provider does not obviate your need as a customer to be responsible for your own data, IT management, and your own internal policies. Let me repeat that. Using an MSP, outsourcing. See, I almost almost fell into the trap. Using... A managed service provider does not obviate the need for you as a customer to have responsibilities involving your own organization, including IT, security, and the very thing that you're using the MSP to do. A short way of saying that is you are responsible for the MSP that you use, just like you're responsible for the organization to whom you outsource. Make sense? So again, I'm not harping on the folks at Forrester. I'm not even harping on this uh, Jeff Pollard individual. I don't know him. Um, I'm sure he's doing some good work. But if there's a little frustration here, it's in... Why are we talking about something that we've, as an industry, figured out a long time ago? And why isn't this being referenced as a, oh, I don't know. We don't have to deal with certain things because they should be assumed as known to the world. Just like I don't have to lecture my doctor about washing their hands before they do surgery because I expect them to know that. They figured that one out over 100 years ago. Yeah, you get my drift, right? You get where I'm going. Anyway, there could very well be, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll give a little bit of slack to the uh, author here and, and to Forrester. They, they could very well be talking to a, an uneducated uh, or no, scratch that. They could be talking to an ignorant end user customer base who are not familiar with the concept that managed services does not equal outsourcing and that these customers, when they use an MSSP in this situation, are still responsible for managed security inside their organization. And that is probably where the disconnect is. Now, I don't get that. I'm reading in between the lines, and that just could be, you know, uh, the, the author didn't exactly know what, 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 their, what, their, um, what the topic material is. They're just, you know, 
repeating what was given to them in the press release from Forrester. But I think that's a big disconnect. And it's an important point. And I'll even go further to say that that Forrester and maybe the other analyst firms are actually doing really good work by repeating these kind of already known and resolved issues today because they're talking to customers who still haven't heard, they haven't received the memo yet. Just because you use an MSSB doesn't mean that you get to forget about managed security. Doesn't mean you get just to turn off and say, oh, it's, it's, it's their problem now. No, you don't get to do that. The article goes on and references 451 Research, um, which is another research analyst group out there. And uh, they go on to say that some 30% of companies with fewer than 1,000 employees, that would still be mid-market, right? I mean, that's a big, zero to 1,000 employees could be SMB, could be mid-market, but it could also be the, the lower end of the, of the enterprise, um, but ne- nevertheless, 30% of companies with fewer than 1,000 employees and four out of 10 organizations with more than 1,000 workers have implemented managed security services. All right, fine. And, and so we're, they're talking about a very large scale, right? I, I would read that as upper mid-market, lower enterprise to upper enterprise. Certainly over 1,000 employees would, would be in the enterprise realm. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, again, outsourcing, managed services, you know, I, I've talked about this. We've written about it for a long time. I'm not going to spend any more time on it. Um, read up on it, review previous articles and podcast episodes, but we've talked about this. Uh, but apparently... Um, this article needs uh, needs to repeat it. So fine, that's that's good. They go on then, and the next uh, call out header is MSP versus MSSP, and they you know talk about the rise of ransomware and, and cyber threats and all that, and they reference a Datto Global State of the MSP report. Now I know Datto, uh, good folks there. They've been doing this report for for some time. All the major big four RMM vendors, I think, do their own state of the MSP report. And that's fine. Um, But, but, a couple of footnotes or comments that I I think have to be made. We've, in the same article, we've talked about 451 research, we talked about Forrester research, you know, talking to, in my impression, mostly enterprise customers. And then the author here references a Datto MSP report. Well, what do we know about Datto? And what I say next is is not meant as a slight to Datto at, at all. It's just, I think, a reality and a fact, which is we know and have known for a long time that you know certain MSP sizes and profiles align and group themselves with certain types of MSP tools. And Datto has a very robust, 
very, very global, um, you know, MSP community that just so happens to be, um, you know, made up of mostly, not exclusively by any means, but mostly of smaller SMB focused managed service providers. There's nothing wrong with that, to coin the, the Seinfeld phrase. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but it just happens to be where Datto's sweet spot is. It's where they tend to show up, right? Um, you have enterprise tools, right? Where you, you see, you don't see a lot of um, small and medium-sized business-focused MSPs using ServiceNow. It's largely a, you know, it's a, it's a mid-market and above type of, of MSP play. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just, you just happen to see these, these groupings uh, and, and you can develop profiles of these corporate groupings based off of, um, you know, size, the type of customers, the type of services, and so on. So Datto plays mostly in the SMB market and they do quite well there. Obviously, they're a publicly traded company now. Um, they do very well in that sector. But I'm, I'm bringing this up because in the same article, they're talking about two very different elements or, or ends of the pool, if you want to call it that. The deep end of the pool uh, over at the enterprise and the, and the, and the less deep, uh, the shallower end of the pool, shall we say, over at the data side. And this is not meant to be disparaging comment on any sector of the IT channel. It's just a reality. But the author then goes on to say that, be careful, and I'm quoting, be careful when considering an MSP as their security capabilities might be limited. Datto's report shows that while most offer, most MSPs that is, offer basic protections such as endpoint security, only 66% offer basic firewall capability. And 68% can provide two-factor authentication. Well, to the untrained eye, you might think, oh my gosh, something really sinister is happening if only 68% of MSPs offer two-factor authentication. Only 66% offer firewall management. Here's a little memo for those of you uninitiated in the ways of managed services. You want to write this down, those of you, because it'll be helpful in your later life. Not all MSPs are the same. This is one of these things that if I had a megaphone that was loud enough and could broadcast to everybody on the planet, I'd probably hit that button and say that, that one thing. I'd probably say a, a few things, but this one would be one of them. Not all MSPs are the same. MSPs serve different customers in different ways. They deliver different types of managed services to different types of customers. They are not all the same. I know MSPs who only focus on database management. So if you went to that MSP and said, hey, I've got a firewall, would you manage it? You know what they would say? Uh, sorry, we don't do firewalls. We're a database managed service provider. Now, to the 
wizened, educated person, you would say, oh, okay, you're a specialist. I get that. I respect that. Um, would you happen to know or be able to refer me to an MSP who does perform firewall-based managed services? And hopefully they would respond, sure, of course, I know a few. To the uneducated, to the ignorant, you might say, oh my, that database managed service provider is risky. They They don't take security seriously at all. They're not even providing firewall managed services. If I've taken this scenario to the extreme and you're laughing or you're saying, oh boy, This is what screams out at me from this article. That you would take this report, and it's a good report, the data report. I've, I've seen it. And you would draw or infer in some way that all MSPs are the same. That's, that's not true. Now, maybe the author just meant to say what I just said, but didn't exactly say it in the same way. Uh, I'll grant them that. But I wouldn't in any way look at whether data report or just general awareness of how MSPs are constructed and say that somehow using different MSPs that don't happen to do the thing that you're looking for means that they're risky because it does not. And that's where I got a problem. I got a problem with this type of data point or suggestion being made in an article that is titled, quote, six risk factors customers assess when hiring an MSSP. And I'm sorry. You need a big red font bolded call out at the top of the article that says, not all MSPs handle security. And then a reader would be fully armed with the information to say, all right, now I know. Some MSPs do certain things, other MSPs do other things. And that is how you quantify the value of your MSP. Not by having this generic, silly, dumbed-down concept of every MSP has to be delivering managed security. And I don't have the data report up in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that that's not what Datto meant either. Now, Datto's report is probably aimed, selfishly speaking, I'm assuming from their vantage point, to encourage their channel of MSPs to start adopting security technologies, and I get it. And especially at the SMB level, that really makes sense. Why? Because If you know anything about managed services, you'll know that at the lower end of the market, meaning the smaller end of the market, the small and medium-sized business side, the SMB side, that the MSP typically plays a much larger role in the relationship with their customers than, let's say, the other end at the enterprise level. And they will have very different types of relationships And so Datto is trying to get those smaller SMBs to embrace security. It doesn't mean that they're not. 
just means they could be very focused. Even an SMB managed service provider could be very focused and say, you know what, I don't really want to get into security. I'm doing something like database is all that I need. It keeps me busy. I like it. I'm good at it. I'm not going to get into firewall, SIM, or other stuff. It could be. But nevertheless, that's Datto's motive. And again, I'm, I'm expressing this to you so that you guys can understand that when you see articles like this, you know, it's not doing a customer looking for a managed service provider any favors to have this type of just mix and match data and inference spread out all over the digital page, leaving the reader to say, okay, well, you know, nothing really good's happening in managed services, what I would read from this. And that's not at all the case. So further down the article, biggest MSSP risks. Others hoping to achieve similar success need to consider these six potential risks when implementing an MSSP program. One, failing to assess internal own security strengths and weaknesses. And going back to, to quoting Pollard from Forrester Research, quote, the biggest risks for customers when working with an MSSP is picking a provider that doesn't complement or augment your teams well. Well, that seems unusually simple. Of course, a customer has to assess and align the right service provider with their needs. In my opinion, and again, we have shifted out of the shallow end of the pool, we're now in the deep end of the pool. And even in the deep end of the pool, meaning upper mid-market and some enterprise, you still have organizations that do not have a fairly good understanding of what their own internal risks are. And so when they are going out there shopping, A, they're shopping with the idea that they're going to outsource, meaning shift the risk off of their organization's plate onto the MSP's plate. And that could be a very realistic explanation for a lot of this mess, a lot of this confusion, a lot of this misalignment between customer expectation and reality with the relationship of the MSP. Second one, assume the vendor knows how internal systems work. Sometimes companies make the mistakes, sometimes end-user companies here, make the mistake of relying too heavily on their MSSP to understand the internal IT environment and how it works, says an analyst from IDC. So they switched up analyst firms here. That includes the office culture and an understanding of the risks associated with different types of systems. Well, I suppose that that's true. Now, if I was an MSP and I was saying that, I would, and, and I was legitimately in the security business because 
this is in this context, they're talking again about security, right? They they mix and match in this article, and, and that's one of the reasons that I'm bringing this to everyone's attention. Um, they're talking about security, and yeah, cultural alignment, office culture, office um, process, office um, the the way every organization operates is is very different, right? From from organization to organization, true. But if you're talking to an MSP and you're, let's say, you're saying, "Hey, I, I, I want you to have, I want you to help us with security." Number one, I hope you have an internal security concept and awareness of what you need. But even that's a, that's an overstatement. That's not always given, because there's a lot of MSPs who work with customers who have no concept of IT management or cybersecurity. And that does include some even enterprise and mid-market. So if you talked to an MSP and you said, hey, you know, do you do you help us with security? And they said, yeah, sure. And if you said to the MSP, I've, I've read a lot about multi-factor authentication. Do you think that we should do that? And the MSP said, no, nah, you know what? M- multi-factor authentication is really, you know, that's kind of a, a choice. You know, we, 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 we can deliver it if we want it, but we don't really recommend you using it. If an MSP ever said that to, to, to me or to you, you'd run away. It doesn't matter what your office culture is. You should know enough to, to either know that multi-factor authentication, MFA, is important no matter what you do, no matter what your office culture may be. And if you don't know enough about it, then talking to an MSP who says, you know what, I don't, I don't know what you guys do for your business. It's not my job to know it, but we're going to implement multi-factor authentication. And if you don't want us to do that, uh, you're either going to show that you're doing it from somebody else or we're not going to take you on as a customer because it's dangerous. You not using MFA is dangerous for you and it's dangerous for us as an MSP. And I'm not going to go through the rest of this because I realize I'm just going to work myself up into a into a lather here, but it does go on into uh, basically what I would call as alignment issues, customer service provider alignment issues, all of which do ultimately impact the quantification of the value between the MSP and customer. And all I can say is I have seen and I continue to see a lot of very good alignment and a lot of very good quantification. Quantification as exhibited by the fact that these customers resign and stay with their MSP for many, 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 many years. That's a really good indicator that the customer is happy with the MSP. If they weren't, why would they keep signing the checks? So this is a great example, in, in my opinion, of an article that 
attempts to grab your attention with risk factors and cybersecurity innuendo, and then talking at two very polar opposite ends of the IT channel, trying to align concepts that often can be very opposed in when, when, when you get to reality, like on the street, reality of enterprise versus SMB, very different in many ways. And you should be aware of it because, again, your customers potentially are reading this stuff. And I wouldn't come away with this article with any, any sense of um, how to appropriately go out and use an MSSP other than saying, um, maybe I need, to, I need to ask if they do firewall management. I don't know. Is that what you're wanting to get managed? Maybe you already have somebody internally that does your firewall. Maybe you need something else. Security or not security related. You get where I'm going. Anyway, I think I've kicked this one enough. Take a, take a read of your own. Maybe I'm off the mark. Maybe I made too much of this. Maybe I'm overly harsh for this uh, individual who wrote this article, and it's uh, you know just a simple misunderstanding. But I don't know. Something tells me that normal normal MSPs might look at this and say, "Yeah, it doesn't really does it make sense? Does does it help the customer figure something out?" Some of these, right? I mean, like the MS. MSSP is not outsourcing. Yeah, maybe that's helpful to some people today who haven't been paying attention for the last 20 years. So maybe there's, there's something to be said about that. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. Um, give us your comments. Send us your thoughts. You pose. You have an alternate opinion. We'd love to hear them. It's how we sharpen our ideas. It's how we become better is hearing alternative opinions and match them to our own. So send us yours. If you have some thoughts on this article after you read it, love to hear it. MSPZone at MSPAlliance.com. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.